is Your Working Life, a podcast that provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. I'm a speaker and a career and executive coach, and today I am so excited to welcome Julie Winkle Giulioni to the show. Julie is going to talk about redefining career development so you can thrive. Julie, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Caroline. I've been looking forward to our conversation. Oh my goodness, I have too. We were chatting right before we started the show today that we are kindred spirits and wanting to empower people to thrive in their careers. But I want to share right off the bat the the title of your incredible book because this is where the conversation starts today. Your book is called Promotions Are So Yesterday. Redefine Career Development help employees thrive. So why? Why are promotions yesterday? And what prompted you to create and and write this beautiful resource? Oh, thank you. And I love the way that flows off your tongue. We need to grab that sound bite and use it all the time, Caroline. Thank you. So the world has changed. Work has changed. Careers have changed. And career development has really lagged behind. And so the premise of this book is it's time for career development to catch up. And the old way of thinking about career development and career success in terms of climbing that corporate ladder needs to be updated, you know, with flatter organizations, with organizations where the work is getting done in a more organic fashion. There's not that same hierarchy. And, and even back when we were talking about the career ladder, we know organizations are pyramids or pinheads. It's just, it's a mathematical impossibility to provide a promotion for everyone who wants to grow. And so we need to stop conflating these two things, separate it out and expand the definition of what career development is so that we can deliver the rich opportunities for growth that people are looking for day in and day out. You know, I find that so liberating, not only personally as a woman, as I navigate my career journey, but as a coach, because you're right, the old paradigm was up and it was a singular ladder approach. And as you said, organizations are are flattening and, and leadership is, is not just about title and rank and salary. And the great resignation has taught us that people are looking at their values and and prioritizing those in a way that they haven't for a while. So I'd love for you to bring us back to how how should we navigate career development? What are the things that we should be thinking about? Great question. And I think your your comment about the great resignation is is so right on. These last couple of years have changed us. You know, many of us had to endure health challenges. We had to confront our mortality. We had to reprioritize and really figure out what's important to us. And from my perspective, you know, I started writing about this when when talk of the great resignation began in terms of the great reevaluation. This has been a time when many of us have decided to reevaluate the role that work plays in our lives and to forge a new relationship with work, one that works better for us. And so 
So you're right, you know, that that classic climb up the corporate ladder has given way. Many organizations started talking about climbing walls and jungle gyms and lattices and that kind of thing. But even in that kind of a, a metaphor, we're still relying on new positions and roles and different titles to deliver the growth that we want. And unfortunately, that kind of movement different roles, titles, promotions, that's completely out of the control of the employee and mostly out of the control of managers as well. And so the key really has to do with finding the dimensions of growth that are available that are also within our sphere of influence. And so at the heart of my new book, Promotions Are So Yesterday, is what I refer to as the multidimensional career framework which identifies seven other dimensions of growth, ways that are within our control to be able to access the development and the learning and the the personal and professional expansion we're looking for right within our own current roles. Julie, we're going to dive into those seven dimensions, but I want to honor that there was a tremendous amount of research that you did that resulted in the culmination of this book. Give us a glimpse into that research. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was a really fun process to go through because over the last 10 or so years, my field research formulated this framework. And I knew that these other dimensions were viable because it it all came right from the real people in my workshops and keynotes and, and sessions. But where I wasn't quite sure was when it really came down to it and people had to prioritize some of these other dimensions against that climb up the corporate ladder, those promotions, what would be most interesting to them at the end of the day? And so we went out, we did a validation study with 750 or so folks worldwide, and we asked them just rank these dimensions from most to least interesting to you. Just real simple. And what blew me away and continues to blow me away as I do workshops and sessions, I always do some sort of self-assessment and have people share through a poll their uh, greatest interests. What's stunning to me is that in aggregate, that climb up the corporate ladder, that growth through promotions, it's actually last in terms of rankings of interest among um, those who were uh, studied in our survey. All of the other dimensions are more interesting. And so it really tells me we've just had such a limited vocabulary, a limited language when it comes to career development for all these years. When we can expand the vocabulary, give folks a a broader menu of options, there is interest in so much more beyond those promotions. And I I love, not only as a coach, but uh, just, uh, again, watching the world of work as it evolves, the concept of career development, because growth has such a a linear upward definition, at least culturally. And and I'm grateful that you are shifting that. Tell me a little bit. The book is so incredibly empowering for the individual navigating that journey. What about HR and the organizations that really impact our our career lives so specifically? What kind of traction do you see happening with them? You know, it's been fascinating, Caroline, over, the book has only been out maybe six weeks so far. 
And not a day goes by that I am not contacted by at least one HR department saying, could you come in and talk to us about this? Because this is, has been a perennial problem, challenge for all organizations. You know, so many of the companies that I go into, managers want to. They get up in the morning wanting to help those around them grow and reach their potential and whatnot. But when it comes to these career conversations, they have felt so... Um, thwarted and, and actually fearful because the assumption is everybody wants that promotion. And so a manager doesn't want to wade into that and just exacerbate the dissatisfaction. So, so many managers, they just avoid this altogether like the plague. And um, so between HR and managers, um, these concepts are finding uh, a lot of receptivity because we have been grappling with this problem for a while. And I think the soil has been well tilled uh, and folks are ready to start planting some new seeds uh, to develop a, a new way of approaching this. So there's been great, great positive reception thus far. Julie, we will dive into more conversation after a quick break. We'll be right back. Your Working Life is powered by your stories. We want to hear more from our listeners about your experiences in the workplace. Tell us what challenges you've overcome or tips you've learned along the way. And even better, if you don't have the answers, let us know what issues you want to know more about. We want this podcast to serve all of your working life needs. Send me an email at caroline at carolinedowdhiggins.com. Well, I'm grateful that uh, our HR colleagues around the world are, are receiving your message so loudly and clearly. It also occurred to me, reading the book, that you've given so many of us permission to say, I'm okay where I am, and I can stretch and develop in this role, because that is an, a new opportunity. And I think often that competitive growth upward mindset is not really what everybody values. So again, you've given this beautiful permission for people to say, I'm good where I am. How do I make this role special? Mm -hmm. So thank you. And, and the question in that is, how does the woman listening who's in the organization to say, oh my gosh, Julie, this resonates with me so much, but I want to keep what I'm doing fresh. What's some advice for her? Yes. Oh, that's a, a beautiful question. And and you're right. Not all of us aspire to do something different. We might really love what we're doing. And to your point, that doesn't mean we want to just rotely do that day in and day out the same way. We kind of keep it fresh. We got to keep learning and growing and adding interest to it. And that's exactly what the multidimensional career framework allows us to do. We can, at any given time in our career, right in the role that we're in, doing what we're doing, we can pursue, pursue growth that adds that spark, that interest, that freshness. So there are times, for instance, when contribution is the most interesting way I want to grow and express myself. And by stepping up, stepping into voids, taking on things, being of service, uh, finding a way to align better with my purpose, 
that's a way I can keep my experience of work fun and joyful and, and new, but also be growing, you know, taking something back for myself in terms of skills and abilities or networks, whatever it might be, as I'm giving to the organization. You or, know, it, oh, I'm sorry, Julie, please keep going. No, 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 you go. I could go on like this forever. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, me too. I love, love, love this conversation. It just occurred to me that this is also such a beautiful opportunity when we, when organizations are thinking about succession planning because it, it shifts that traditional organization chart as well and and develops in a very different way the bench of, of talent for succession planning. Tell me about that and what you might've gleaned through your research. Right. Well, when you, when I look at the full complement of dimensions that are part of this multidimensional career framework, it's really clear to me that a well-rounded um, executive professional is going to be pursuing growth in any number of ways. So for instance, there's contribution and our research found that that was the most interesting of the dimensions in aggregate, which to me is just such a hopeful me- message about humanity in the workplace and, and what's possible there. But there are also times when we need to be building our competence you know, building those critical capacities and skills to be able to perform well today and and into the future. There's the dimension of connection, and there are going to be different times in our careers where we want to lean into cultivating relationships and deepening our networks and where the growth is going to really happen through community and and visibility. Um, there's a whole issue of confidence. That's not something we normally think about as a career development factor. And yet anyone who's ever had a dip in it, which, you know, I'm sure are most of us listening here, it can be a, a deal breaker, a real showstopper. And so there are times in our career where we need to enhance our trust in our abilities, um, that, that we can show up predictably and perform in a, a predictable fashion. Um, so as, as you think about some of these dimensions, you can see where, as we, uh, as uh, from a succession planning standpoint, having a well-rounded cadre of experiences, leaning into these different dimensions, creates a, a professional who is flexible and resilient and able to glean lessons and insights from any number of experiences. And increasingly, that kind of resilience, that kind of longevity um, is is really what's going to differentiate those of us who are successful from those of us who struggle in a changing, a fast-changing workplace. Well, as a coach, I am so grateful that you've given all of us the the opportunity to step back and reflect and self-assess and figure out where we are and and what we want. And you've created this incredible multidimensional career self-assessment that is in the book. So tell us more about that, because to me, that is a terrific guide to help all of our listeners figure out where they are and what they want. Exactly. And that was precisely why we developed it, because this is a new language for many of us. It's not that any of the dimensions are invented. Uh, It's not like we've never heard of them before. They've been sort of floating around in the back of our heads, but most of us haven't claimed them as 
avenues for growth and development within our career. And so to orient employees to and people to this new framework, the self-assessment is a way to go through and really take a look at what's interesting to me right now, what's most alive for me, and what ways do I want to express myself and grow. And so we have a paper-based version in the book, and we also have an online version at uh, my website that allows people to go through and really even going through the assessment is eye-opening because we have to think about what is most interesting. And oh my gosh, yeah, I could be doing that, or that would be really powerful growth. Anyway, the online assessment uh, produces an emailed report to the individual that highlights uh, the, the areas of greatest interest, provides some analysis and reflection questions. And what either of those versions of the self-assessment does is it totally jumpstarts the conversation with one's manager because it could take months of coaching, you know, to get to that point, you can start your coaching with already having an understanding of where the priorities are, where the interests lie. And so you can dig right into that coach or manager with an employee and start sorting out, okay, so what does that mean? How can we make that happen and move it forward? And I'm so grateful that you're giving very clear action steps in the book about how the employee can bring this to the manager. And, and I have to reference because he's a, a friend to both of us. Marshall Goldsmith uh, had a lovely endorsement quote about your book. And he says, this book is required reading for HR professionals and managers in every industry. And I, I concur 100% because it is an empowering tool for the employee and a must read for the managers, leaders, and HR professionals professionals who can help us navigate this new normal. Thank you. Yes, Marshall was very generous there. And it is, you know, it's a partnership, isn't it? Career development really is a team sport that's played among the individual, the manager, human resources, and other leadership in the organization. And we all need to be on the same page and moving in the same direction. So, Julie, the, the reality that has happened as we navigate the pandemic to endemic journey is that many organizations have gone remote or hybrid, which is new to many workers. You know, we did it out of necessity during the pandemic. Many people did it out of necessity. But has this career progression, career development journey changed for remote workers? What wisdom would you share with them? You know, I think a remote worker or a hybrid worker may have more um, opportunity for clarity around what they want and need out of work. And as I've talked with so many folks, one of the experiences that I hear time and again, and I think, um, you know, in a, a recent interview with Marcus Buckingham, you dug into this as well, is, you know, when we were working before, we had a lot of wrappers around the work. There was the the food and the camaraderie and, and whatnot. And as we've moved into a remote environment, some of those elements have fallen away and we've had to really just look at the work. It's been a little bit more raw and unvarnished our experience of that. And so as a result, sometimes um, my experience has been those of us who are remote have had a clearer view of that work, the relationship we've got with it and how that needs to change. There's been none of the, the noise or interference um, that the workplace sometimes offers. Uh, so, so from that standpoint, I think there's greater clarity 
on the part of many employees. The other side of that, however, is from a manager's perspective, really takes a lot of um, intentionality to make sure that we're offering the kind of development opportunities people really want and need. We don't have some of those organic opportunities to cross paths um, and out of sight too frequently becomes out of mind when it comes to development. So from a leadership perspective, the challenge is how do I make sure that each of those people, no matter where they're located, is getting the, the development attention that they need and want? Julie, I'm confident that we have employees listening who are saying, oh my goodness, I need to dig in more and learn about this. And managers and leaders who are saying, excellent, I need to empower myself with this tool as well. What's one action step that you would share with both of those audiences, the manager and the employee? You know, mechanically, uh, it would be go to my website and do the free assessment. It costs nothing and offers tremendous insight to both the individual employee and the manager, uh, allowing for a really rich conversation. So that would be the mechanical thing. Yeah. But in terms of mindset, you know, I think that from a mindset standpoint, it would be something along the lines of let's start shifting our focus away from what we want to be, what people want to be, the titles and the roles and all that. And let's get into a conversation and a relationship around what people want to do. And when we take that kind of a attack on the, the conversation front and we've got the data that uh, will inform the conversation from the assessment boy, there would be no stopping individuals and managers from just optimizing the development opportunities within a role and within an organization. Julie, I'm smiling ear to ear. I love it. Thank you. I have learned so much from you today. And I want to tell our global audience about the title of your book again. Julie Winkle Giulioni wrote an incredible book called Promotions Are So Yesterday, Redefine Career Development and help employees thrive. And of course, this book is available on Amazon and all major book retailers, but we also want to give a shout out to the publisher, td.org. You can also buy the book there. Julie, I wish you continued success and I hope our paths continue to cross. Thank you. Me too, Caroline. Thank you so much. And if you like the show, subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud, and even better, leave a review because this will help new listeners find us online. And a special thanks to my podcast colleagues, Laura Deck, Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, Executive Producer. Thank you for making this show awesome for our global audience. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.